Black culture. <clears throat> Blackity black culture. The, black, <laughs> the blackest. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, what does that even mean? What does black even mean? You know, um, when I think about black culture, I think music, mm-hmm. like we were talking about before. I think yeah. about food. I think about how we're perceived. Um, but then I also think about what does that mean if somebody doesn't conform to that stuff? And what does that mean for identity as well? Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff that I'm thinking about. Um, but yeah, what's, what's your thoughts on the whole black culture thing? I don't know, man. I, I just think, what is black culture? Mm. I, I used to, I used to, when we were young and we were growing up, there's a thing of, you're acting black. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. we all knew what that meant. Yeah. Like, now we can't really say that. But wasn't that just, you're acting urban? Urban what? is just another word for black. They're going to tell you it's different. What? Urban was just, yeah. it's just a cool way to say black in, around black people without offending all black. Yeah. But obviously there were connotations with that. So obviously it came down to the way you dressed, where maybe you lived, how much money you probably made. You probably came from a single home family. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, there's all these different things that urban or black meant. Mm. But like, I'm just thinking, why were we given that sort of like title or those stereotypes? No, I think those are the stereotypes that want to be perpetuated they were the ones that they wanted to push out mm. and we were willing to accept it. We were willing to say that that's, that's what we understood. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, growing up in East London, a big thing was how we spoke. Do you know what I mean? Because in East London, man, a cockney. You want to learn? You understand? <laughs> that's, how, that's how man talk. Do you see what I'm saying? So, oh, my days. Yeah, 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 so yeah, 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 yeah. You had them man that talk like that. And of then course. Obviously, us man talk. Yeah. How us man talk. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Of course, of course. And so if a... If a white person started to speak using the same lingo at first you say no you're trying to act black mm-hmm. but actually we all talk like that yeah of course because that was the lingo that was how we all spoke yeah, yeah. so how else would you speak mm-hmm. do you know what i mean mm. i mean there were people that still had their their whole cockney thing going on mm-hmm. do you know what i mean apples and pears and stairs and yeah, yeah, all yeah. of them things there but yeah. most men talked do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then you know we had how like you said how you dressed mm-hmm. Your, your trousers down and showing your boxes and do you know what I mean and mm-hmm. put your hands in your trousers and graffiti and you know these type of things mm-hmm. but we accepted it mm-hmm. and a lot of it then portrayed in the music and because it portrayed in the music we then thought we had to live it out in real life but I think we accepted it because it seemed cool at the time it was cool. and why was it cool it's almost like <laughs> maybe because for the majority of people that were uh, enacting those stereotypes mm they generated a certain vibe, a certain energy, mm. something different and unique that Britain hadn't necessarily seen before, you know? And, and so it came into a situation where other people were acting black. You had words like wigger, you know, yeah. white person acting like a black person, you know, even though it's coming from a certain term. Um, so for me, it, it almost comes down to vibe, what mm. that created as well. But if I'm thinking about an ind- individual like myself, I don't speak... <coughs> Black, so to speak. But did I, I ever, hate saying that? Was there ever a problem for you though? Did you no. ever feel that people, black people, looked at you like you were acting white? No, <laughs> not even at all. See, the thing is with me, I'm so. The way I think is like, oh, this is how I am, and that's it. I've never felt like, oh, I needed to conform, whatever it mm. is. I was one of those people at school where I hopped around. I was never in one group. Mm. So with the black guys, with the Asian guys, or sometimes with the white guys or whatever. I just went where my energy felt mm. it needed to be. But I also felt like 
I don't know. It it makes you feel unique, so to speak. You know, because obviously when you're playing rugby and stuff, you're the token black guy. You notice the difference, but it does, for me personally, it didn't bother me. Mm. But I know for some people who grew up in a more urban environment, if you want to call it that, and I mm. hate saying that, they may, may feel a certain way because they want to stick to that black culture. Mm. Does that make sense? They, they want to make sure they're being true to themselves, whatever that, whatever that means, if that makes sense. Whether they're really being authentic to themselves or whether they're just being true to the idea of what black culture looks like. But, but did you go to a good school though? Did you go to a nice metropolitan, well-educated, they got good grades? I don't know by then. I went to a Jesuit school. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's, it was a decent <coughs> school, yeah. It was a state school. Yeah, state school, yeah. Because yeah. I just think to myself, in my school, yeah. people, black people that spoke like you do used to get bullied. <laughs> you, yeah, I can tell you now I'd never get bullied. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that yeah. you did. I'm just, I'm just saying that in my school, like, yeah. you had to talk like us. I you see, had to be I like see. us. But the thing is, because I had if people... if wasn't... But you, we had people who spoke like other people anyway. It's not like everyone spoke like me. Mm. It definitely wasn't like that at all. It's just I speak the way I speak. Mm. I think what obviously helped me is the fact that I was good at sports. Mm. So that helped with certain things and everything else. But there weren't lots of people who necessarily spoke like me. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There were different sorts of groups. Yeah. It was varied in that sense. Yeah. Um, but I never felt pressured to have to speak that way. Yeah, I think... And it doesn't even suit me anyway. I think, it's, I think like you said, it's different. different like my school yeah. was bad breed. Like it wasn't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it was... Was terrible. Mm, like, mm. I don't even know how I ended up there. I'm, I'm not. I'm not from that world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. I but hear you. I'm in there now. Yeah, like, yeah. My school, like, we didn't have books. Teacher would photocopy the pages that we're that we're reading. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. them man, I rip up all the books. Do you mm, understand? Mm. Like, man, are smoking in the toilets, so you can't yeah, even yeah, go to toilet. Do you know what I mean? But I, f I feel like that's in most schools, though. But I feel like in my school, it was. So, let me. You might say in most schools. The pass rate in my school before my year yeah. of five A to Cs yeah. was four percent. Okay, that's that's bad. So when I tell you, it's a different level. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The bottom two sets in my school, they didn't, they didn't do certain certain classes. They were taught. They went and did electrician and plumbing mm. because the school knew you're not you're not going to further education. Yeah, so yeah. So we're going to teach you a trade. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's the type of school I went to. Mm. Do you understand? How does that link black to, back to the black culture thing? Everybody acted black in my school. I see. Because so it's, or so what the, we could perceive to be black. So does everybody that used the lingo. Everybody dressed in a set. You had to dress in a certain way. Mm -hmm. You know what? You know what I mean. You had to speak in a set. Like if you taught, even a little bit posh. Only I mean, there were the white brothers that taught posh, and they could get away with it because mm. they were smart and they would help you with your homework and stuff like that. So you give them a blight. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? But they better help you with your homework. Of you know course. what I mean? Otherwise, what well, go on. They know what time it is. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So them man could get a blight. Do you know what I mean? And they'll be. They'll, they'll be useful, do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But the majority, if, if we didn't talk in, if you didn't, if you wasn't tough, you was, man, I'm taking your lunch money, you understand? So you yeah, had yeah, to yeah, talk, yeah. there was no way, it's jungle, like, I'm telling you, it was the jungle, like, you're not surviving mm. on a, on a, yeah, I just want to be myself. Listen, my brother, yeah. these are the rules. Yeah, I, I think, I think that was a very sort of like thrilling story, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very dramatic and everything else. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything to me because I mm. can't relate to it. No, of and, course not. But obviously you're telling me your story and side of things. All I can say to that is, where, where does that stem from? You know, and I feel like you were kind of insinuating as well that that was negative. Black culture in that sense was negative. 
No, that they took the negative parts of it. Do you know what okay. I mean? Okay. So there was a, there was swagger. There was yeah. there was being able to talk, be able to charm. These are the things that I, I used to when I then we came into the bank and I started. The reason I got the job as a financial advisor was because I had swagger, because I could mm-hmm. talk, because I could I, could, I knew how to to mingle and be with. People. These are the things that you learn. Of course. You, you're quick witted. Mm-hmm. When you're getting bullied, when men are cussing you every single day, you have to be. Quick. You're gonna have to be quick witted. You're gonna have to yeah, be able yeah. to come out with a reply. Mm-hmm. These are things that. Man, learn in the playground. Do you know mm, what I mean? Mm, mm, but now man uses in the workplace. Of course, of course. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, You're quick yeah, yeah. on your feet. Mm. So these, it doesn't have to be negative. But what we were perceive, what we were pushing out, what mm. we were told, mm. what we were portraying were the negative sides. Mm, mm. And so what we were saying to ourselves we was actually putting ourselves down. Mm, mm, mm. We're saying we're not going to be smart because mm-hmm. we're, we're being black. Mm, mm. But when we when we got older, I mean, that's 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 very sad. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. That's very sad because. To me, that doesn't define black. If we're thinking about statistically, mm-hmm. I can see why there, that does happen. Because obviously you've got a high number of people coming to this country, yeah? <laughs> and um, you know they may be from West African backgrounds, West Indian or whatever it is. And they're just trying to set themselves up. Mm. And already they're at minus one, mm-hmm. you know? So with that being at minus one, and if we're again looking at Maslow's hierarchy as an example, the foundations are not necessarily there to then start thinking about, you know, relationships, growth, mental stuff and everything else in order to self-actualize or create that level of excellence. Mm. Unless you have strong will and certain morals and disciplines in place, mm. it's very hard for you to push through. So, for example, with you, you had that intelligence to know, OK, I may be adaptable, you know, in different environments and everything else, but I know I'm going to make a success of myself regardless. This is just a little phase that I'm going through or whatever it yeah. is. Whereas some people took that to heart and took that seriously and say, this is my culture, this is what it is, but they're paying for the consequences of what it is today no, for whatever reason, you know. But we're dealt the hand we're dealt with based on the circumstances that we have. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people within a, a black demographic, that's what they're experiencing if you're looking at the numbers. But that's not everyone's story. Yeah. That's not everyone's story. So when I'm thinking about black culture, it's hard for me to define what that is. It's a mix of many things. Mm. It's a mix of heritage. It's thinking about, obviously, Africa and West India as, as, a, as a generalization. It's thinking about sort of music, as, as we stated before. It's thinking about how we dress. It's thinking about um, just all those different things that affect culture in general. Yeah. You know? And there's something that unites us to make us feel black. And obviously, colour is an important thing as well. But then I think about cultures within the culture, like West African culture, <coughs> or the African diaspora, mm. or you know West Indians who are British, or just West Indians in general, and how there are disparities within that culture as well. Yeah, I mean, for me, when, I talk about, when we talk about culture, I feel like it's come full circle. Like When I was younger, I, ha- I-, I pretended I was Caribbean. I oh, was, really? I was lighter-skinned. I used to hang in Brixton a lot because my cousin was in Brixton. I used to go down there a lot, and it wasn't cool to be African. Like now we got Afro beats, we got this, we got that. Now it's cool to like, be African. Do you know what I mean? Now it's cool to be African. Like do you know what I mean? Now, mm. now even Caribbean people will say they're African and they watch Nollywood, and it's not a problem. And that's amazing yeah. that we're we're now being more accepting and more and the culture is now be, more being taken more serious. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And and that's great. Um, well, what I'm saying is is that what cult, culture changes and evolves and I feel like what we need to do is really understand where we come from I see things like you know in coming from a a Nigerian background we have very much respect for our elders and I see that being diminished and being put down Mm. 
I feel like we don't want to honour our elders, those that have come before anymore, because we're so independent, we're so individual that we don't need anyone. We feel like we're self-made. Mm. Like we just we just warned ourselves and we just clothed ourselves and fed ourselves to a certain age and forget whoever came or whoever was before. We're here now and it's our thing. Mm. And I feel these are the things that, you know, Western culture is taking over. I remember when, you, when you're young, you know, your white mates can say certain things to their parents that you can't say. Mm. Tell mum F off, shut up. Can you imagine? Where? Oof. Where will I sleep? Where will, I'm in hospital. On the floor, yeah. I'm in hospital. <laughs> in a hospital bed. You know the ones you, you get brave and you say, yo, mum, if you, if you beat me, no I'm going to call. My mum say, cool. Call them. Before they get here, you're finished. Yeah, exactly. You're finished. So it's fine. So, and, they fulfilled and, their prophecy. And so these are the type of things that respect and, and honouring our parents. Our parents had a big influence in our lives. Of course they People did. say to yeah. me, Emmanuel, you're here, like, oh, you grew up in this area. My mum was on me. My dad was mm. on me mm. to get this education. Talk about uni from how long? And I didn't want to go uni, but I had to. Like I had these parents would feel like they failed in life if I didn't go. Mm -hmm. Those are the type of pressures that other people might not have. And maybe I could have been an entrepreneur sooner if I didn't have that pressure to go to uni and I just went straight into the workplace at, at, at sixteen. Mm -hmm. Here we, we are. don't. We don't know. Cultures are cultures an interesting one because it's like how important is culture? Mm. And I think. There's a scale to it. I think mm. culture is important when we're thinking about identity mm -hmm. because as individuals, we like to connect. Mm. We like to feel like we belong, mm -hmm. you know. So without it, we feel very lost. And, you know, there are a lot of people who say, for example, um, uh, you know, British people don't necessarily have a culture. Mm. Some may even say uh, those from the Caribbean islands lack culture compared to sort of African mm. sort of identity and everything else. And I've, I've you know, I've said it in front of the <coughs> camera now, <laughs> you know. I just had to cough for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but this is not coming from me. This no. is coming from them. No, please be clarified. Yeah, 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 we have to clarify. I don't, want no, it's, it's, I don't want no problem. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's definitely not me. But the point being made here is that there must be some level of importance of it because for you to say there is a lack of means that you have some sort of value against it. Mm -hmm. And the value is identity, I mm -hmm. think, and mm -hmm. that connection. Because when you do say, you would never say this, but when you see another black brother or sister, there is an identification or connection that you may have with them already. Yeah. Now, some of them may act funny of because course. they're just like, you know, I'm or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't need to be part of this culture. Um, but in other situations, it allows things to gel very quickly. Mm. You know, when thinking about obviously diversity and everything else, one thing that helps sort of like with uh, productivity and everything else mm. is the fact that you have biculturals within a, a, an environment. And all that really means is I'm black British. Yeah. So that means I have a connection. Well, I'm Ghanaian British, so to speak. Yeah. So I have a connection with Britain mm -hmm. and England. I have a connection with Ghana. Mm -hmm. I have a connection with other West Africans. I have a connection with black people in general. I even have a connection with those people who are similar to the British people, so the West. Mm -hmm. So it allows me to widen my scope. Yeah. So I have this core culture, but I can identify because I can identify with other cultures as well. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's what culture does, you know? So when we're thinking about black culture, is thinking, how do you identify with what black culture is, whatever that means to you. Mm. No, I hear you. And I feel like it's forever progressing, it's yeah. forever moving, it's forever changing, it's evolving. Of course. As we evolve, as we become more educated and learn new things, we add to it and it's a melting pot. Mm. And you continue to add and you taste, hmm, this tastes nice. Or you taste it at certain times and it's bitter and you think, what do I need to change? What, of course. What do we need to change? And I feel like a lot of the time we haven't spoke about it, but a lot of the time 
we take influences from American culture, black, the American, the black American experience. Yeah. That's not even ours. It's not ours. But, but we take it. We want to be, you know what I mean, afraid of the police like they're shooting us up and down, but they're not. But it says something about how lost we have been about our own mm. British black culture, if that makes sense. Mm. But I feel like, and this, this is a question I was thinking of whilst you were speaking, what does black culture look like now, at least for our generation? You know, um, I feel like there's a movement towards black businesses. Mm -hmm. That's part of the culture now. Big. I feel like there's a movement towards black excellence. Mm -hmm. And that comes down to sort of like education, yeah. PhDs, inventions, all yes. of that kind of stuff. I think there is sort of like a movement towards black innovation. Yeah. It's around excellence. I feel yeah. like that's a real sort of like yeah. beaming thing yeah. when it comes to black culture at the moment. I agree. And I look at... I look at probably one of my favourites, like Stormzy. Mm. Like, and I feel like one thing about Stormzy is I feel like, like me and you, for example, yeah. a Stormzy can relate to both of us just the same. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's got that street element that, yeah. that I grew up with, that I recognise. And when he, when he raps or when he does his thing, I'm like, yes. It's mad. He comes yeah. from where I come from. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He talks yeah. about what I... But at the same time, he can do what he's doing in Cambridge and do what he's doing with his books. And yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. He made being intelligent cool. Now, they said that the number of people applying to Cambridge has increased, the number of black because people. Of got, because of cause the he, Stormzy because effect. Because of, of that scholarship. Yeah. Because actually he made it, no, we, we can go here. Yeah. We can be here. We, he's made that possible. Yeah, yeah. Coming from where he's got, he said, no, I'm not, I'm not going to go to Cambridge, but I'm going to make sure some people that, yeah. that come from where I come from, I'm not going to get all this money and just keep it to myself. Yeah. And that's an example of black excellence. That's yeah. A, and, and, and that's the thing is that there's levels to black excellence. Mm. You can be excellent as an individual, mm -hmm. but to me, when you're really excellent, it's, it's when you're now shaping a community, when yes. you're not actually... You're changing the you're culture. changing the culture. Yeah. And, and I feel like for me, that's something so important. And some people say, oh, man, you're, you know, you're selfless, like you think about others. But I feel like, how do, how do I count my achievements? Of course. If, I, if, I'm, if I'm winning by myself. Mm, mm, mm. And, and so how do I go forward if my people are not, if I don't see my people going forward. Yeah. And, and I think when we talk about culture and moving it forward, it's, it's that we share it. Yeah, yeah. It means different things to different people, but let's share our experiences and, mm -hmm. and learn from one another mm -hmm. and make that a better experience. So let's make sure we are giving our children something to be proud of. And you know what? It, it, that, that struck a nerve of me, like heavily, um, goosebumps even. <coughs> uh, like in my mind, I'm thinking the, the reason why that's happening more and more is because of two things in my mind. Number one, people are not scared to be excellent. Mm. And so they're creating sort of facilitators and leaders within society right. that other people can look to. And number two, because of that excellence, that develops a high level of trust because we weren't very trusting within our cultures mm. to say that I'm looking to follow somebody who's within the black community or whatever it is. Because we're more trusting of that, because of those people who are not scared to, to make that first step yeah. and bring other people in, that has a ripple effect. And so black culture for me right now is about dominance. Yeah. That, that's what I see. Dominance, collaborative dominance, you know, yeah. not to wipe out another culture, whatever it is, but to really sort of like press our mark and say, look, we're as good as you too. We don't have to listen to all of these statistics. We can redefine what the culture looks like. Exactly. You know, um, so yeah, it's, it's cool to be black right now. It's, you know? it's definitely cool to be black. Yeah, it, it really is. But how long is that going to last? <laughs> I feel like, we don't know. I feel like it's as long as we want it to. Yeah, of course. As long as we keep evolving, as long as we keep changing, as long as we keep pushing mm -hmm. the narrative that we want. And yeah. that's the difference now. Yeah. Before we were told how we were slaves, before yeah. we were told how we came on ships, mm. before we were told that we're 
we don't we single parent households and da 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 da. That's what we read in sociology books and so forth. Yeah, we're saying forget all that. Yeah, yeah. We're saying now we're doctors, we're scientists, we're lawyers, and we were before. Yeah. But now we're letting you know yeah, that you we know like... we are. We know now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And now we're now with social media, it allows us to create platforms mm-hmm. where people can come and see. Like I told people the other day, like the fact I'm I'm going on Channel Four is not big because I'm going on Channel Four. Mm-hmm. For me, the fact that the big thing about me going on Channel Four is the fact I'm going onto the television and I'm not a sports star or a rapper or a musician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now people are going to grow up and they're going to see, right? Well, if I'm good at what I do, mm-hmm. I can be famous or I can get on television or I can, do you understand? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't have to follow the common roots of entertainment because yeah, we've been yeah. entertaining people for a long time. Yeah. And actually we, we can do more than that. Yeah, of course. I think people just need to see more examples. Exactly. You know? And, you know, we just need to continue doing what we're doing. Yeah. You know, um, I, I don't have any more thoughts. There's probably more things to say, but I think you said say. it all, man. Yeah, we're good, man. Cool. We'll leave it at that. Yeah.